0: Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Ah! Say it loud! Say it loud! I see fire. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? All black is beautiful. All black is beautiful. sensational. That's the word you're looking for. And you know this,
1: man. What's up, world? It is your host once again, Boogie the Beast. Thank you so much for tuning in to Say It Loud podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, however you want to listen to it. I'm coming in live from Phoenix, Arizona, as I got my next guest with me for this episode. I'm going to go ahead and get him started real quick. He spent over 20 years in the radio community doing stints at numerous stations from 104.7 KISS FM, 101.5 Jams, and 92.3. Some of you are too young to know what that is. <laughs> and KKFR. <laughs> and he was a program director for Top 40 uh KNRJ, 101.1 The Beat, and R&B Only, or Oldie, excuse me, Mega 104.3. He is known as one of the legacy and legendary DJs Host personalities in Phoenix, Arizona. Give it up for my man, Super Snake.
0: What's up, brother? What's up, brother? What's doing? up, brother? What's up, big head? <laughs> What's up, big head? Man, what thank, is, this?
1: Thank, what is you, this? thank you so much for coming to sit down. With me for those who don't know, Super Snake has been literally coming through every single radio from a home to a car to concerts to. Pfft, Phoenix Suns to the Cardinals to the Coyotes, older than the Diamondbacks. My man has been around. How are yeah. you doing? I'm, I'm blessed. good, man.
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm it's good.
1: Good. Good to see you here. So we're gonna go ahead and get it started. So yeah, another man born and raised in Phoenix. You yes. Know, uh,
0: what was the what was the culture like in growing up in Phoenix? Uh, it was great for me. You know, I was lucky. Uh, you know, mom and dad, uh, my sister. We lived in the V. Maryvale, what's up, Maryvale <laughs> Panthers? You know, when, when we lived out there, you know that was like a up and coming, rich neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a that was a well to do, uh, doing well neighborhood in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom and dad still live out there. I still go there to the West Side of Maryvale all the time. Maryville Panthers. Black and gold before the Steelers winning championships when y'all didn't know. There's a few people out there that got whooped up. I beat them up. You know, we took them. We got them good. Football and basketball. What's up, you Trevor Browners? They never won against us, by the way. Oh, Let me make sure I got that in there. Trevor Brown always got whacked. So y'all ran Phoenix Union back in the day? I was, You know, Phoenix Union, It at, at that time... There was no Phoenix Union. It was a Phoenix Union school system. Got you, got you. Phoenix Union was uh, gone at that time. Phoenix Union was uh, what is now is today when you go downtown and you see the University of Arizona. Okay. Has that building and all that, that stuff right there. Mm-hmm. That was what Phoenix Union was, which was the, I want to say the first black high school in Arizona. Okay. Uh, my Uncle George, my mom went there. Uh, uh, that was the black school. The Phoenix Union Coyotes was that school. throwback, throwback, yeah, shout yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you
1: graduate from Maryville, black and gold, the original, and um, yeah. just going into that. What was what was some of your first jobs, or did you go straight into radio? No,
0: you know, my first job, I worked for Safeway. Uh, that Safeway store is not there now. I don't even know how I remember that. I want to say it's store one thirty four. <laughs> I worked at the Safeway store. I um, I bagged groceries for Safeway for a long time. And then when I went to school at Pepperdine, because of working at Safeway, go waves. I went. Wow, very good, George <laughs> Absolutely. I went to work at Safeway in uh, on Fairfax and Pico, where all the like Black Stars live. Mm-hmm. So I worked at that Safeway there. And then I, from there, I learned uh, I worked for Manischewitz, and then uh, you know like Pepsi Balling, a merchandiser. I mean, I kind of still know how to do that. I still do that. Like when I retire, I'm probably going to go back into like. Merchandising. Well, you're a marketing email. guru,
1: too, you, you know? know? So,
0: and I also heard, and it, it's hard to find a lot on the internet about you, but you yeah, used,
1: used to be a towel boy for the Suns. or it's not a ball boy. Ball it's not a cowboy, man.
0: Boy, <laughs> what are you trying to say? A- yeah, for a long time. Uh, uh, Charlie Scott. Uh, 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 Ronnie Lee, Ricky Sober, Man. Uh, Alvin Adams. So you were at the you were at the Coliseum. Right? Yes, very wow, good. Yeah. yeah. Madhouse okay. on McDowell. Okay. Uh, John McCloud, mm-hmm. Paul Westfall. I still got Paul Westphal shoes, number 44, Purple Nike. See, back in those days, you know, now today, anybody can get a shirt that says the property of, you just get on the NBA and buy. When I used to wear them, That was original. You got that from the player. When you wore the shoes, you didn't go to Nike and get our Nike (laughs) ID. You got that from the player. Right. I got wristbands, slick watts. Y'all don't know about no slick watts. (laughs) Downtown Freddie Brown. Don't have me preach right now. You know, those were legendary people. Yo, bro, uh, 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 Jojo White. God rest his soul. Jojo White passed away. Walt Frazier NBA All-Star Game I want to say 74 Walt Frazier He needed some shoes I almost lost my job Because I had to drive To Curse Sporting Goods To get Walt Frazier Some shoes Damn Puma Damn Man come on bro That's, That's legendary Come on bro And to this day When I see him Hey man, what's up? He used to call me Chump when I was a little kid. When I see him, he see me, what's up, Chump? <laughs> Walt Frazier, legendary. First original black pimp in the NBA. <laughs> Rolls Royces, fur coats, black. And first time I ever seen somebody with a black woman and a white woman, a Chinese woman, I was like, what? <laughs> I want to do that. I want to be like him. Walt Frazier in them crazy outfits. <laughs> Me talking about somebody wearing crazy outfits. I took that from them, you know? Okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. He was original. They were original. I learned a lot uh, about uh, just being a ball boy. My mom and dad would uh, pick me up. My mom and dad would um, pick me up after the games every night. It was just, it was cool.
1: That's good, that's good, that's good um, So going forward with that uh, You know, going from going from uh, The ball boy life and all that stuff what, uh, what made you Want to get into radio after
0: that? Or what was the start to that? Man, I worked in um, uh, My best friend uh, A guy we knew, Rick Noon Who was like our mentor uh-huh. He was our mentor He helped us out, you know And uh, he had helped us out and when I, was, uh, when I was a kid, I always knew I wanted to do it, you know. And so he he kind of, he, he, he like ran one of the stations. I want to say it's like, I forgot what it was called, but it was like the AM station in Arizona. And he helped us out. So he kind of got me in. He kind of got me in and let me work. But my real big break came. I did the Olympics. I was a driver. Wow. For the Olympics when it was in um, L.A. Okay. And when I did that job. I reported back to Arizona, you know, like we did it, you know, you would phone in the Olympics, because I worked for the president of this place who was right there at all the big Olympic events. Mm-hmm. So when I was sitting in the car, I would phone back to Phoenix and call it in. And I was right there during the Olympics. And that was kinda like my big break. That's what kind of made me make an air check so I could use to send out. Right. Know, so that's what's up
1: well, how was crazy. So I mean that, And that was your first Radio gig that Yeah that was kind of like the,
0: Yeah yeah So like uh, Rick Noon um, Alex Santa Maria They had worked at uh, It was 1060 KUPD There it was I don't know how to remember that. In Phoenix Our R&B station Was the AM station And Rick ran that AM station Okay You know And to this day You know Rick Noon is a uh, uh, Legendary in LA And a uh, big part of uh, My career with The uh, helping me uh, guidance uh, telling you things it was uh, right notes so okay it was cool.
1: so looking back at your legacy i mean so you've done this now 20 plus years like we said oh, yeah. in, in the beginning like you've been through quite a few different uh oh, yeah. you know stations on stuff what's been the what's been the most enjoyable of this career path then going through it uh i just
0: enjoy uh, the outfits you know, <laughs> you know what I really enjoy? I really, really, really enjoy the competition. Radio is a competition now. Now you got all these corny uh, corn balls, you know, like they send a Twitter. They work for this. They work for one station, but they're sending a Twitter or an Instagram about somebody at another radio station. Right. When they're in the same market and, you know, they're all they're all like friends, like, almost like the NBA now. Everybody's all friends. You know, I'm from an era like... Even like at the NBA, you know, when Magic Johnson and all them, they were friends with those dudes, but they never, they never went into their locker room, so to speak. They never <laughs> never slapped five with them. Right. You know, I come from radio where it was a competition, like we're gonna kick their ass. Right. You know, there's not a radio station I worked at. Check the facts, check the ruins. We never lost. Mm. It was a battle, man. Right. And now it's not a battle. It's kind of like people just work, they got jobs. Nine to five. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of corny. You know, you know, and there's people who are in charge who, they really don't, they really don't know the game. They don't really don't know the, the people. You mm-hmm. know, they don't really know the community. You know, if you got to go around and say, "Oh, I'm a part of the community. I do this in the community." You ain't a part you're of the community. You're not a part of it, right? Because you're you're if to be you known. if you're part of the community, the people will know. Right. Oh, I run this town. I hold it down. If you got to tell me you hold it down, you ain't holding down nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a lot of um. What do y'all call them? Posers, I guess. Whereas, you know, when I work, man, you really had to put in the time. You really had to work to be good. And that's kind of gone. You know, now it's just whatever. You know, I can take a picture and put it up and that's cool. When really, that ain't even your car, dude. Right. (laughs) You know, that ain't even your house. That's not, yeah, that's not you. You you don't even have, you, you, you know, you don't have it's 400. Airbnb. Yeah, you don't have 400 <laughs> yeah. tennis shoes. Bro, you taking a picture. I got 400 tennis shoes. I got a closet made for my tennis shoes. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, you know, I'm just using right, it as right, an right, example. Right. Like, yeah, you know, I'm like, come on, man, stop all that. <laughs> you know, man. No, you don't have five cars. No, bro, I got five cars. Right. In a five car garage in my house on a lift. You know, that kind of stuff. But, right. you know, you don't. It's, it's a facade. Yeah, man. And it's a facade. Uh, you know, hard work, man. Like, you know, that that, that that's what I miss the hard work. But, you know, hey, they say times are changing. One of my friends always says, Oh, man, you don't get it. That's that new math. You know, like new math. That's that new radio. You don't get that new radio. So it always makes me laugh. I always thought that was funny. But, you know, it is. It it, it is what it is. Right. It's cool because I come from a different era. I think that's why I've been so successful. You know, I come from a a, successful era where you have to work, the grind, and you have to put it in. And I come from an era of, of uh, you know, ain't nobody gave yeah, me nothing, man. I work for everything, and that's uh that's really important. A lot of people are think they're um, entitled. Uh, a lot of people think because they got ten thousand Facebook followers, they're they're stars, and they're not. You know, you can yeah, have 10, verified 000,
1: check. Yeah, you can have,
0: people's heads up. Yeah, you can have ten thousand followers, but when you walk into a building, bro, there's cobwebs when you show up. Mm. Mm. To this day, I walk in a building, I pack it. Mm. That, that ain't that's just fact. That's real. That's you know, what's that, up. that's fact, you know. You know, uh, you know, the people like the Big Boy, Angie Martinez, uh, you know, uh those 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 people work, man. They earn that crap. Uh JoJo Kincaid, y'all don't know about that. Jojo Kincaid, big in San Diego back in the day. Uh Charlemagne uh, the God, you like him? Charlemagne the God, yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. He works. He mm-hmm. works, he works, he's different, but he works. Um, you know, uh, that, that whole crew, man, like those, those are people that, they, they put in the work, man. They, they, they just didn't get anything, man. You right. Know, they work. So, you know, I, I respect I respect those that work. Right. You know, you have to give acknowledgement to people who work and put it in their time. You know, I tell people, ask me all the time, Snake, why you stay in Phoenix so long? Because I lived in Phoenix. You could not be number one or be tops in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, if you didn't have all types of people listening to. You know, at the time, it was 3% black. The rest was white, and then there was a small Hispanic base. You could not win and be successful if you didn't have everybody listening to to you all this time. So, you know, to be able to do that and sustain it all these years, that says something. Right. That's called work. That's right. That's called the community appreciating you, white, black, brown, uh, to this day. You know, I I love that, man. You walk down the street and all kinds of people say something to you. You know, I love that. What's up again, world? It is Boogie the
1: Beast. Just want to give you another thank you for listening to Say Loud Podcast so far. Make sure you guys subscribe, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and just tell somebody about it. You know what I'm saying? It only helps me, help you. So thanks for tuning in and now let's get back to the interview. So so going off of that, you know, like you said, tapping into everybody, building a legacy, hard work. Um, seems like you've probably met everybody you know that somebody would be like man I wish I could have so then when you turn it around who's one person you never got to interview um, Uh, or meet that you uh, always wanted to
0: probably Oprah at the time wanted to maybe do an interview with Oprah Uh, I tell you who I really really admire is Magic Johnson Mm. not because he was Magic Johnson a basketball player but people who know about know me in business Magic is an idol of mine because of his business prowess. Magic took being a basketball player and made it success and then turned around and had a crazy business empire. His empire is crazy. Starbucks. Y'all don't know about uh, a Pepsi bottle distributor distribution. You know how much money that is? You know, so I was a, I'm was, a big fan of Magic, and every time I see him, man, he hugged me, he talked to me, whatever. You know, and, and that relationship got better because when said. Played for the Lakers and said, "Been my boy," said follows my roommate for back in the day when he started. Just that 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 relationship with him, getting me with Magic was just like uncanny, man, Un- unbelievable. I love Magic Johnson, and now he runs the Lakers. Like I love that, bro. Right? Like that that inspires me to be like, yo, man, how I, you know I programmed? I did a little programming, you know. Now that makes me go, well, man, we should own one. Right? You know, because Magic, I like stuff like that. You know, you know. You know, I we own the store. I, I've done some other projects. I've I've been involved in uh, a lot of uh, real estate stuff and been involved with uh, things that people don't even know about. That you know, you probably so own stuff. The you probably the own stuff that you don't even know that I'm a part of. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. And I, and I got I love that. I got that from Magic Man. I'm a big 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 fan of Magic Man. Love Magic Man. Oprah would have been cool. Oprah would have been cool.
1: So everybody's got the experience from you know uh, doing something and and. Like I said, y'all, Snake's been around for yeah. 20-some years. Like, I'm not going to go down the whole list, but, I mean, you've met Diddy. Yeah. Uh, I, we don't, we're we not Snoop. going down the list. Snoop, Snoop's my
0: boy. Snoop. I love Snoop. Uh, I love Snoop. Who, what's been one experience? My favorite? Favorite Snoop. experience. Uh, my boy, Snoop, and Nick Knights. It's a funny story. So, there's a <laughs> show in Mesa. Snoop does a show. I've been out there 20 freaking times. We go do the show, and Nick comes with me, and, and Snoop goes Come on, Snake. So we go down. We get ready to do the show. So Nick and Snoop, they go in this room, right? And Nick comes out smoke Where he goes, dude, I just smoked a bow with Snoop. I love you. I was like, okay, glad you're happy. You know, I was just like, yo, man. He was like, yo, I can die now, man. I just smoked a bow with Snoop. I was like, you're an idiot, but okay. Yeah, you know, but that was like a great story. Great, great story. My sister. There's a great story with my sister and Snoop. Uh, Snoop was playing at the Coliseum. We did this show. And this is when Snoop had to the bulletproof vest and they right. had the vans. And, you know, my sister's like, yo, I, I want to meet Snoop. Uh, I don't have a vest. You know, <laughs> I don't think you want right? to meet He's her. Like, yeah. So Snoop comes out. He talks to my sister. He says, what's up to my sister? He says, Here's my sister. He talks to my sister. He's like, all right, Snake. I was like, man, thank you, man. My sister's like, yo, brother. She high-fives me you the best. You know Snoop. That's the, you know. Man, that's that's, 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 that's kind of cool, man. That's that was you got the purple cool. and gold on right now. Yeah. Little homage to year, too. That was kind of cool. And then uh, another great one was, this was when Snoop was cool. Snoop Doggy Dog album came out. He was huge. He was doing these interviews. He was going around these stations. And Snoop came to the station and did an interview. And the guy at the time that ran the radio station was like, well, you know, Snoop can smoke and it's all right. And I'm like, Nah, Snoop ain't smoking in my studio. And he's like, Snoop, you're smoking. It's okay. I was like, so you never let nobody smoke in the studio, but you're going to say Snoop, you're smoking. I'm like, first of all, I don't smoke. I don't get high. I don't do drugs. Snoop ain't smoking in my studio, bro. And he was like, well, you know, and I was like, you're whack. So we, we do the interview and Snoop goes, all right, everybody, I got to take a, uh, I gotta take a, 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 a Snoop break. <laughs> and then he goes, so I'm going to go to the bus because I know Uncle Snake. Don't like that smoke. And I would never <laughs> that, do that to Snake. That's love. So I'm gone to the break. Walked out. Never. I never told him that. I never mentioned that. But he knew for all of the times we were friends that, you know, yeah, Snake don't smoke. That's Snake don't snack. like that, man. And I was like, I almost thought like to the guy who was in charge ago, you're an idiot, bro. Right. Like, look at that. Snoop. Snoop was He's like. He's respected. He respected the house rules. Like, yeah. like, Yo, man. Don't bend house rules. Snake don't you, smoke, man. You he you don't, don't like everybody. that, man. And then he left. And then he came back. It was a great interview, one of the best. One of the best. Jennifer Lopez at her height. Great interview. One of the best. You You've know. had it all. You've had it and all. Jamie Foxx, my, 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 my best friend. My best friend for a long time. Me and Foxx go back a long, long way. When he used to come to Phoenix, when he was doing the Jamie Foxx show, on the weekends they would do comedy. He would fly in. So Foxx and my boy uh, uh, Kyle Newport and Lionel B in San Francisco Bay Area, shout out to them. He would come to town, and we would do these shows with Fox, and that was before Fox was Fox. Mm-hmm. And then when Fox became Fox, man, to this day, he like Snake, you my boy. To this, to this day, to this day, that's love. Yeah, and cool. he just had a fit what fiftieth birthday, like yeah, yeah, like two weeks ago, like yeah, two, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. some stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so breaking off from that, um, <laughs> what, what's what's been your, what do you see in this music era now, like? From where you grew up, yeah. you know, with like you said, Snoop, yeah. the Jamies, yeah. the, the the original like Eminem, Dr. Dre, pay homage to all those. And now we're into to the Migos yeah. and new Kanye yeah. and new whole like where do you, how do you, where, where
0: do you see the music uh, You know, know. It, it evolves, so it evolves. I have to have my friends tell me, what did he say? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> you know, but some of that stuff I like. I like congratulations. I like rock star. <laughs> rock star. That's the only part I know, you know. <laughs> congratulations. You know, I like me goes, you know, but I don't know what they're saying half the yeah. time. But I, I'll get to the one part. I go, oh, no, that one. I know that part. I like them. You know, I thought Carly B was garbage. I was like, I didn't understand that. And then um, she did that song with Bruno Mars. I thought no, oh, Sinass no remix. Yeah. I thought that song was dope. You know, shout out Cardi. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, what is this? But I, I heard that and I was like, all right, that's good. You know, um, it, it, it's it's a it's a it's an evolution. Mm-hmm. They're evolving, and and, and, it'll, and it'll evolve again from them. You know that new part. But uh, you know, uh, I like bars. I like when you say something. I like when you flip something. I like when you're a storyteller. Uh, a storyteller, a story Warsmith, teller, yep.
1: wordsmith. You know. Top three artists in your in your in your like just right now, Ooh. top three. Uh period or just in general? Alright, we'll say this. You got yeah, yeah, you, get, you get to put a concert together and these three artists are coming out. Oh man,
0: you Ooh, good. <laughs> uh Vigos and them, they tight. Okay. Vigos, uh I, 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 I Drake. Okay. And then uh, Man, dude, <laughs> just to throw people Earth with a fire. Okay, you know. Okay, you know, because I'm well-rounded. Right. I'm well schooled. You got to be. go to school, people. Yeah, you absolutely. You know, learn, learn it. You know, but that would be a tripped-out show. I would think. You yeah, know, and You would be like, yo, man, oh wow, you know, you know. And the Earth with like a out there. You know, or or maybe like, you know, it's different eras. So maybe if I did those guys and then did Kendrick with Miko's to them, you know, you know, uh, like Drake because Kendrick Lamar mm. that would be dope mm. but then like a earthwind and fire uh uh a, a couple of, a couple of a couple of other uh, just really dope groups. random people to just throw yeah, in there yeah just throw in there that I'll would make it. it like cool i would love that that All right. would be dope that would be dope that All would be right. real dope What's
1: up, y'all? Once again, it is your host, Boogie the Beast. want to thank you so much for tuning in to Say It Loud in this episode as I got to sit down with a legendary man of Phoenix, Arizona. Once again, you've heard his resume. You've heard what he's done. My man, Super Snake. It was such an honor to be able to sit down with him and just listen to his life, listen to some of his story. I wish I would have clicked record before I was recording because we talked about even crazier things that he did not want. Um, you know, to just talk about with just different people that he's met and opportunities to be blessed with. But this is just to show you that no matter where you come from and no matter what your circumstances may be, whether your parents were together, your parents weren't together, you did go to school, you didn't go to school, you were given an opportunity, you weren't given an opportunity to make the best out of everything that you've been given. And, you know, 20 years later, hey, you might be on the other side of an interview. But I'm gonna go ahead and say that my top three concert, I'm gonna go with the weekend first, obviously. And it's not even a bias because you know he's hot right now. So shut up. And then I'm gonna say Rihanna. Definitely gonna have to throw Rihanna in there. And then I'm gonna have to agree with him on the Just because I know, like, you know, the mumble rap, whatever, and you know, they're just starting to make stuff just to make stuff. But hey, I need somebody to get the crowd popping. But enough about me this isn't about me so let's get back to the episode so going off of that too then um do you think it's uh, you so you after being a, a disc jockey correct a radio host personality sure. you went to be a, a program director yeah
0: programmer but then i did But i stayed on the air too right you know my love is to be on the air i program because you know like people ask you know i i i don't think i'm a program director but i think i know what's good where I live. I know my community. I know Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know what works for Arizona. I know what people want. And I know where I think things should go. Right. You know, that's something I'll keep to my vest. But I know where it should go. I know where it should be. I know what you can do. You know, and I, I, I see a lot of that implemented. You know, programming allows you to, you know, you're the boss. So that would be the only reason why I did it. You know, I was kind of the boss when I was my own DJ. But that was because I did it so long and I was successful, so I got a little leeway, right? You know. But as a whole, when you really can control something, uh, that's a big deal, and I I like that for the opportunity to do that.
1: You know. Do you think it's uh, in, in this world right now that we're living with streaming and apps and Apple Music and downloading? Is it is it hard for a program director or just radios in general to keep the to grasp people still?
0: No, if you know what you're doing okay if you know where you live that is the whole point i live in phoenix arizona okay there's people in san diego there's people in los angeles yo there's a reason big boy does what he does in los angeles there's a reason Charlemagne in new york does what he does you have to be um uh how do i say that uh you have to be you have to become something people are on the air and they're nothing mm-hmm. you have to be uh, entrenched in the neighborhood don't think you're entrenched truly be entrenched you, you know why radio is going bad because they make people uh you work at a radio station and you're on in the mornings and then they make you be on in the afternoons you know our radio is going bad you're on in the mornings and then they make you tape in the afternoons yo man if you have a chance to tape or be on the air you want to be on the air. You think be big lying. boy, you, yeah. You think big boy tapes, you think Charlemagne tapes, you think Angie Martinez tapes. Yo, man, if you want to be great, people know when you're on or not, man. I don't care what anybody says. They touch, they feel, they understand it. And that's why radio is dying. That's why, because you got bean counters who think, well, we don't need five people on the air. We can get by with two people. Well, that's not true. Right. You know, hey, we don't need to have T-shirts. We don't need. We don't need stickers. Right. Well, no, no, no. You do. You do. You still need that because that's, that's community that, involvement. Yeah. You know. You do. You know. We don't need to go to uh, the the uh, children's school that's giving out backpacks. No. You do. Right. That's, that's that's that community. That's what's wrong with radio. The reason why I've lasted all this time. I'll give you the secret. Yo, man. I'm a part of my community. That's right. No matter where I go. I have done well right. because I, it ain't a joke to me. It's not cool to me. It's what I do. I don't, I don't do car washes because I think I'm going to get ratings. I do car washes because if the policeman died or the family died, it matters. You don't do it because we're going to get ratings out of it. I—I, I, I, Jordan, I've known you since you were 10 years old. That's right. I don't even know you, but you're 26 years old. And I know everything about you. Mm. That right there should tell you something. Absolutely. You and about a hundred other kids that I knew you when you were a little kid, when you would act up, Snake, please talk to him. Mm. Your mother would tell me that kind of stuff. Who tells a DJ to talk to a kid? Mm. That's real. Go to school. I mean, that's real. Go to school.
1: My mom used to, go to school For those that I, my mom used to, to to call into the radio, fight, fight with people to get on here, just to be like, Snakey you need to talk to him. And we would go on live and he'd be like, Big head, you better stop messing up in school. You know, and, and like he said, he inserted himself into the community and stuff like that.
0: Didn't didn't know <clears> him. <throat> they didn't, were just, didn't know it was just a person calling the radio station. You're not gonna find that anymore. That's right. You're not gonna
1: get that anymore. Because they care about ratings and, and the Instagram posts once again, like the facade yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And people
0: don't people don't get what that is, so yeah. You know, I don't I don't I don't think you're gonna, you're gonna but who you know, it's just it's just what it is. Right. I didn't try to do that. I just did that. Right. Uh because when I was growing up the radio, the DJ meant something. When the DJ called and said do your homework, man, you went and did your homework. You know, uh the Randy Hefflins of the world, the Randy Randy Bebop you know going back y'all don't know the Rick Nunes of the world mm. uh, Jojo Kincaid I've said that dude baddest white boy on the radio in San Diego baddest white boy on the radio in San Diego to this day he come on the radio right now and scoop half them dudes on the radio mm. he rhymed was tight he's was on point in the community <clears throat> very, very big in yep. the community man people knew him Q106 San Diego shout out y'all don't know about that people <laughs> in San Diego like like, oh hey <laughs> Bro, I'm a student of the game. I can name cities. I can name jocks. I study. you know. It's like it's like school to me, you know what I mean? Right. That's why everybody who knows, who works with me, or be with me, you know, I always tell them, go to school or get your notebook out. Right. Because I was a student. I am a student. You know, I'm listening to cats right now. You know, Still learning. Oh, how, oh how, how, how would I do that? Oh, why would I do that? Oh, how can I beat that cat? Oh, I'll take that dude out tomorrow because they don't blah, 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 blah. Hmm. You know. I do that. I made that. It a game plan. I do. Oh, I do. I do it every day. I've stuff. done it. I've done it forever. I, I, it's hard for me to listen to the radio. I hate that because I can't listen to the radio. You know, and, and and me being in radio for so long, you know, I learned from the best. Uh, Steve Smith, legendary. That's a dude that put on Hot ninety seven, the Power one hundred and six. You know you bad if you can put on Hot ninety seven, Power one hundred and six. Half the dudes who work in radio to this day who are on the radio across the country. All oh, their careers and their debts to Steve Smith, baddest dude in radio. Mark Driscoll, uh, baddest dude in radio. I worked for those kind of people. I learned early from those kind of guys, so that's why I have the mentality and the way I think. You know, Mark Driscoll, and Steve Smith, man, they were a beast. They had the drive. You had, to, uh, you had, to, they had yo, the drive. They right. were. They were a beast. They were a beast, bro. And you know that's 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 how I learned. Those those were those were my bosses. Mm-hmm. So when you work for anybody else, you're like, huh? pass it on. Yeah, get out of here, man. Oh, people that around, you know, I work for a guy named Joel Sockwitz. nicest man in the world, but he was a tacticianer. You know, stuff like that. I learned from him. He was a good guy. And then I learned from people who don't know didn't know shit. <laughs> but I learned <clears throat> how not to be. I learned like what a not a good person is. Right. I learned how. Yo, you just did stuff to do stuff. I learned from stuff like that, you know, and I just remember that.
1: That's good. Yeah, man. So we're going to wrap it up right here real quick. I got one more question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always do it like this. Yeah, man. Phone rings. It is a 17 or 18-year-old snake just graduated high school (laughs) going into the next part of his life. Yeah. What what would you tell him, uh, you know, uh, from this this day,
0: basically, what what would you – Ensure him in, in, in life. Uh, uh, stay on the grind, work hard, stay away from busters. Don't let busters fool you and keep to the plan and make sure you got God in your life. If you have God in your life and really have God in your life, you will do well. I get tired of hearing, oh, I'm blessed and oh, God did this and people talking bad or treat people dirty. Mm. Really, people who truly have God in your life, you will do well. When the going is good, everybody love God. When you got $2 to your name and you don't know where your next meal going to come from, that is when you have God and you know God is with you. That's when you know you'll be all right. That is what I would tell. And make sure you got family and good family. Where would you be without your mom? Where would I be without my mother and my father?
1: Mm. Uh,
0: you can never get me because I'm one of God's children. And you can never get me because my mother has instilled uh, just uh, a sense of
1: you can Good do spirit. anything. Yeah,
0: everything. You can do anything. That's right. That's important. That's what I would tell a 17-year-old.
1: Man, and he'd probably throw the phone down and be like... Oh, I would, and i throw the phone down and be like... <laughs>
0: Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> Everybody who knows me knows. They're laughing right now going, yeah, that's snake, that snake. That's Snake.
1: That's Snake. Oh, man. Hey, once again, Super Snake, uh, the floor is yours. If you want to say anything
0: else to close this out. Man, just uh, appreciate it. Proud of you, man. It's cool, man. I remember like a little dude, man. I'm looking at you now. you 26. I am flabbergasted, man. And uh, you did good, man. You you serving our country, bro. And uh, you doing good things, man. So, uh. Just keep doing it, bro. Uh proud of you, man. And uh everybody, uh, a young young person doing stuff, whether you black or brown, you know, we have to work harder. Um they expect us to do bad. When you when you walking around with your pants down and cussing and saying the N-word all over the place, man, you leaving, you leaving something. Stop all that nonsense, as my dad would say. Stop all that foolishness. Mm. Hey man, do do well. Do do be successful in whatever you do, man. Hold your head up high. Hold our community up high. I would say that because things are crazy now. And so when you act up, man, that's just giving them a, an opportunity to say something when you act up. I think that's why I worked so hard to do well at work. Because I was never going to let them busters ever say, hey, I did somebody dirty or I cheated on somebody or I did things wrong. I was never going to let that happen, man. And you, you, you want to do that. You want to do that. Peace.
1: I appreciate that. Once again, it is a Say Loud podcast with your host, Boogie the Beast, and the guest, Super Snake. Tune in live, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes whenever you get a chance to subscribe.
0: And uh, stay black and stay woke until the next episode. (laughs)